Let's do this. You're in a comfortable place. You've got your cup of tea and all that ready. Uh, am I? Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm comfortable enough. I'm, I'm on the. I've just been travelling since like eight o'clock this morning, Which but is... uh, I'm still halfway, halfway <laughs> to my destination. Wow. Where are you travelling to? If you don't mind me asking. I'm going from Bali Cotton to Berlin. <laughs> Whoa. All right then. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Well, yeah. Definitely, definitely going places physically and metaphorically. Yeah. That's good. Right. Well, let's get this bad boy on the road, shall we? No. Let's go for it. I'm delighted to be joined by someone now who truly does not need an introduction. Unless you've been living under a rock for the last, what, six, seven months, you would, it would be hard-pressed to not know who this is. Uh, he has topped the Irish charts. He's been in the Irish airplay all over the country. He has recently played Electric Picnic. There's so much amazing things going on, and he had, of course, received recognition from the likes of Elton John back in the day. I am joined by none other than Moncrief. How are you doing, man? How are you? Amazing. So good. I, I honestly, I have about a thousand questions here. I have a notepad with only so much ink in my pen, so I'm going to try and keep this <laughs> as brief as possible. But Moncrief, before we oh, get good. to the incredible, unbelievable, blooming success that you're having in your music career now, I'd love to take it back. I'd love to describe to a listener who doesn't know kind of where you come from. And I have done a little bit of research myself, but I'd love for you to fill in the blanks and the stories and things like that. You were interested in music, I presume, grew up with music, and then at 19 made this decision of you know what I'm going to commit to this and decided to uproot and move what was that like? I mean it was absolutely nerve-wracking I mean I think I was I was quite confident going in, going into it I'd never moved to London I've never lived, been in London at all before and uh, I remember I spent the first day there I got there with my mom, as you do <laughs> and uh, I was walking around uh, down the streets where of the place where I was living and trying to get some groceries and different bits and everybody was so unfriendly and it was so wet and cold and miserable and I remember I finally got into my rental place that night and there was no we didn't have any nothing had arrived yet from my room so it was like I was sleeping lying on the bed uh, my mum in a sleeping bag myself in a sleeping bag and I was like I've made a terrible mistake (laughs) (laughs) Um, but Lo, I mean, like I stuck with it, and uh, there's been some really, really difficult times. So, I mean, I wouldn't change anything, you know. Mm. I mean, like a lot of people, I'm gonna throw myself in that category as well. Would have absolutely been like, you know what? Let's just get the first plane home in the morning. This isn't for me. Yeah, but you stuck it you out, know, and and like was my mom was like she was saying, uh, she was saying, Do you know what? Just give it three weeks, you know. Yeah, and let me know how you get on. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Mammy. It's great that she was there. That was brilliant offer in fairness. Was London was London always on the cards for you when you decided music and how did it end up being for you as an experience overall? Um I think when I first decided to do the music thing, London was was the obvious kind of choice because I got into music kinda of late. I only really got into music when I was like eighteen and like I needed to get a lot better, a lot faster. <laughs> and um, London kind of provided that opportunity. And um, yeah, it was, it was challenging. Like, I mean, I was working in a, in a, in a Asian restaurant for a good year, like making seven, six pounds 30 an hour and trying to go to as many open mics as I could. But I think like when you're doing something you love, like you don't worry about like the bad days aren't as bad, you know. Mm. Um, and 
yeah, I wouldn't have regretted it at all. At all, like we've, it was it was really difficult. Uh, but then it, after a while, he started. I started to kind of find my feet, and I started to work with different producers and find my voice as an artist. And um, yeah, it just became something that like London became a new home to me, really. Mm. And honestly, I, I didn't realize that you just picked it up. At 18, like, had you ever played a guitar, a piano, sat behind drums, singing? Like, what was it? Um, well, like, I know I couldn't play, jeez, I could barely play piano now. <laughs> no, but uh, I've, uh, I, I, it took it up quite late because, um, I don't know, I mean, growing up in, like, in a, in this kind of small town in Waterford, and it's quite a, I don't know, it's kind of small-town mentality and the, the only avenues to do music were down there were to either do the local school musical or join the local choir. Mm. And for for a guy that's kind of playing hurling and doing other bits and just wants to fit in in secondary school, like that, that was quite a risky thing to do. And I, and I did do it and I did get a lot of stick from it from people in, in my school. But I only started to do music properly when I was around 18, yeah. God, that is... That is incredible. I'm processing it, but look, obviously, you're insanely talented, and I, and I want to get to that that show that you're able to deliver that performance because it really is like none other. I, I, like I'm sure you've talked about this a thousand times before, but like getting that recognition, that Elton John thing of like, watch this space, you know, this kid's going somewhere, and then on top of that, backing vocals for Adele. I mean, th- these are huge industry names. And what was it like as someone who probably grew up maybe listening to this music or whatever to just suddenly be like, right, I'm doing music, I'm moving, and now clearly something is working for me. Yeah, I mean, well, like the, the Elton John thing and, and the Adele thing were both quite mind-blowing. I, I remember, I think when I released my first song, I got an email from the people that I was working with at the time that were kind of almost like a small little record label saying that like Elton John has been listening to your stuff and he he's going to play it in, on on his radio show on the Rocket Hour and, and give you a shout out and talk about the song and I was like are you joking? Yeah. And um, but yeah it's, uh, and the Adele thing was just just as random um, doing doing backing vocals it just kind of panned out but I didn't not, never never in a million years saw that happening within within a year or a year and a half of moving to London. Unbelievable. And yeah. so let's, you know, because that's the success of other artists, let's start moving on to the dynasty that you are growing for yourself uh, around the world and particularly in Ireland because you bring out Warm a few months ago. It's, it's in the top 10 Irish play. You're getting around the country airplay. Ruin comes out and everyone's like, okay, this was not just... A flash in the pan this wasn't a fluke and all you're doing is solidifying everybody who believed in you as like yet yeah, 100% worth the investment worth the time and then you've even brought out now your EP September 2nd Warm and just what a fantastic project that you threw together and, and I think from my point of view as a listener and as a supporter I think represents you so well it shows your range it shows your dynamics your writing which is always so rooted and grounded in how you feel and so as someone who kind of just turned to this at 18 years of age and somehow just having this sound did it take you long to find it or were you always just like no i want to use this as a form of major expression for how i feel i i've, I've always struggled with with kind of finding a a sound you know in inverted commas i think like i think that can be kind of dangerous for an artist to feel like they just have to make music in a certain box and like I've kind of struggled 
and I think like a lot of my music before that like the the EP I put out before is quite varied. I just think I mean this this EP came together as a result of COVID really, and as a result of like I was quite unsure whether I wanted to keep going and keep pushing this rock up this hill and like uh, warm. I I ended up writing warm in my mate's in my mate's bedroom like in the middle of lockdown and it kind of uh, it kind of the penny kind of drops that like all I really want to do at this point is just to write r- simple like emotional and kind of honest songs you know and songs that people can relate to when we're all going through stuff mm. and dare I say you you definitely succeeded at that I mean you don't need me to tell you that I mean you can definitely see your success and the hugely growing fan base that you've been recruiting for yourself over the years, but particularly in even just the last one year, uh, it seems like yeah. you're just, you're a firework, you know, you're going up and it just seems like there's no end to it. And along the way, you're putting on this amazing show. I have to ask, what was it like to perform at Electric Picnic? Oh man, it was like, it was one of these kind of, I don't know, bucket list moments really. Um, I was a bit nervous, well, simply because I wasn't supposed to play the main stage. I got a call. I was actually supposed to play the um, the Electric Arena. And I got a call on Thursday saying, oh, would you like to move up to the main stage? And I was a bit nervous. I was like, oh, God, like, no one's going to no one's gonna turn up. I better just stick to the to the Electric Arena. And if it rains, people will have to come see my show. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but we decided to go for it and see see how it turned out. And I'm really glad we did because, like, I did never expected so many people to, to to turn up to the show, so yeah, it was it was something that I won't forget for definitely for a long time. It seems to be something that not a lot of people will forget, if I'm honest, because the feedback we've been getting is that you actually stole the show. Like people in a heartbeat who I've been talking to personally and professionally have just been saying they will you know, get a ticket and see you because they said what you delivered at Electric Picnic was unbelievable. They said you were the best by far. And this isn't me trying to build you up or anything. This is just genuine you know, responses and reports that I've been getting. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say, I'm raging that I haven't seen you live because every footage that I see of you, I don't think there's a single photo or video where you're just standing still. Like, you are so entertaining you're so energetic and you seem to just throw that to the crowd and they live off it as well and it just seems to be like it's not like people are coming to see you it's almost like you're going to see them and like it's just you all meet together in the middle and it's it's amazing to see and not many acts have that your music and how you deliver it is just it's a package all in its own that no one else seems to be able to deliver and so while we're on the topic of tickets I want to break down a timeline I went onto your Facebook yes I was stalking you Uh. (laughs) went onto the Facebook right and I noticed that on I I want to break this down for for the listener right on Thursday September 8th you put up a post saying that pre-sale tickets were live at 12.51pm September 9th the very next day on Friday at 5.43pm you put up a post saying that the three Olympia had sold out. Did you ever expect yeah. that to happen? Not, not on the day, no. Uh, it was, yeah, like, that's still something that I'm just like, what, what the hell is that about? Need to re- recount those tickets. But, um, <laughs> like, we, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought, I had a feeling that, it, that I might get a few people to come down eventually, but to have it to have the demand there 
is something that you kind of dream about and yeah so it's something I'm just kind of coming to terms with really it's 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 uh it's actually mad <laughs> mm. I mean selling out the entire three Olympia within 24 hours is just you know it obviously takes the greats to do it and hopefully you know you're able to realize that you know you definitely have what it takes if you're able to do that not many acts can say that in their entire music career so it's definitely going for you my man and it seems like they're there doesn't seem to be breaks on the Moncrief train. It seems like you're just knocking out hit after hit after project after arena and tours. What is next for you? Um, well, I've got a like a quite a busy September. I've got a couple of shows like in in uh, Germany, and um, yeah, I'm just gonna like try try do some more right. Really want people to enjoy the EP and. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, like, I can keep it going and I'm just going to... Got a couple more surprises in store, like, over the next couple of weeks and I'm putting out another single before the end of the year. Ooh. And uh, another project, hopefully, early next year. And then... That's all I'm going to say for now. Jeez, where do you get the time? Do you actually get to relax in between all this? Ah, uh, you sleep when you're dead. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, really. Well, bold words, but I appreciate, I, I respect it. I respect it, Moncrief. Well, look, thank you so much for taking the time to be able to chat. And obviously, all of the tickets for your European tour uh, and any dates that are possibly available, where can people get them? Uh, you can get them on Ticketmaster. Uh, just search it up or come onto my Instagram, have a look. Uh, there's some tickets to the left for, for Belfast, which is going to be fun. And then across Europe, yeah. Beautiful. Well, look, Moncrief, thank you so much for taking the time and best of luck in all of the living the dream that you are doing. Thank you so much for having me.